What's up, y'all? This is wide receiver Deontay Simpson. Cornerback Deshaun Getty Jr. Senior forward Zachary Simmons, and you're listening to Bruins Breakdown, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me is the man who likes to have no fun, Colin Mitchell. No fun? Colin. Why don't I like to have fun? <laughs> I wanted to start this podcast off with the Bee Gees playing in the background. I told you we could. Singing Staying Alive. I told you we could. Ah, ah, ah. Like that. That's exactly what I wanted. Staying Alive. And you said, no, no, I don't want that. I didn't say that. And so now here we are with a regular intro. I'm and being slandered. Can I sue? <laughs> Am I a public figure? Hey, don't, don't jump ahead on this podcast, Colin. All right, here we go. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> Loaded podcast today. Loaded. And I mean, like, it's not going to be two hours long, but it's going to be 45 condensed. minutes. It's going to be a condensed with... Think of, like... When you go to the grocery store and you see spam and you you think of that and it's like a condensed in a can, that, that's how condensed this is. <laughs> this is oh our meal today, God. spam and condensed spam. milk. Sp- okay, all right. Nobody wants to think about that. We just lost so many listeners because you just... Or we gained some listeners. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no. Okay. All right, and anyways. I'm the one who doesn't want to have fun. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, let's reset. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. So, everybody... This is how I originally wanted to start the podcast off. Colin, is Jason Bean finished? (laughs) That's good. That is really good. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about. Go ahead, go ahead, please. There's a Twitter video that North Texas Football put out of Jason Bean throwing a pass to Jair Shorter. And they kind of cut it off at the end and they were like, did Jason Bean get it or did uh, Jair Shorter get it or did Deshaun Getty get it? And they posted the rest of the clip later <laughs> and Deshaun Getty picked off Jason Bean and the replies were amazing. Man, that throw was Girl. filthy. Filthily underthrow- underthrown. Yeah, that's, that's what it was like. Ani would have made that throw. The replies were crazy. Oh my gosh. I, I, feel like, I feel like for those of you that listen to this podcast and said that, Thank you for spreading the hospital. That's Austin's, or the Austin's, whoa, Austin Ani. I'm thinking of Austin Ani. Those are Collins' bots right there. Collins, (laughs) Collins' army flooding the mentions of North, flooding the North Texas football mentions. (laughs) (laughs) Collins' army of filling the mentions of North Texas. Talking about Ani should be the Autobots. The Ani bots. The Ani bots. There you go. There you go. But yeah, Jay, they did, Jason Bean didn't throw a great ball. And uh, Deshaun Gaddy, who is not a small receiver, that man can play defensive back, picked off Jair. Can, can we talk about why Jair. why they posted that anyways? Trying to show some love to Deshaun Gaddy. It's okay to show it if it's like Mason Fine at quarterback, but when you have a quarterback battle. <laughs> so you're saying it only should be Cason Martin and Will Keen interceptions from here, here on out. Yes. Or just don't because, throw it. Or just only show the ball. That clip alone... Oh yeah, that clip alone may put Ani in the in the first. You know, if Seth Seth might be like, listen, we need some fans out here in this arena, and it can't. It, Jason B's not going to bring him after that clip. No. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Okay. There's a, there's a lot of energy today. Um. Wow. I don't know how it is eight o'clock at night on a Wednesday. We recorded late on a Wednesday because we knew that Conference USA was going to hold their second meeting. So they're meeting with the presidents, the athletic directors, and their uh, medical 
uh, medical staff, staff? medical ed, uh, board committee. I don't know, sure. whatever you want to call it. Medical people. <laughs> yeah, and they're medical people. <laughs> and we were like, all right, let's see if anything, you know, comes out of this and we can react, right? That's the fun thing to do. But after multiple hours and after... Oh, wait, we do have something. Hold on, wait. We are too busy laughing. Oh, uh, yeah, Conference USA is moving forward with their football season, Colin. Oh, look at that. See, the original statement that we saw didn't say that. So here's the original statement that came out an hour ago, and then the news came out about 15 minutes ago or so that they are continuing the season. So that's great. Again, staying alive. That's what we're doing here, literally and in football. Um, so this is what the Conference USA, analogy. Conference USA Board of Directors put out an hour ago. So we're again, we're recording this at 8.15. Conference USA Board of Directors Statement. Conference USA membership continued evaluation, including robust discussion, robust discussion, Colin, with medical experts, with medical experts on Wednesday night. Myocarditis, mental health, and enhanced testing protocols remain the focus. Now, when when you hear that, Colin, what, what do you think? I hear nothing new. Okay. I mean, I, I, to, to me, that was that when they first put that out, I first thing that came to mind was, okay, one, they put out some stupid statement that wasn't actually a statement, but that they were going to delay some, any decision to, to a later date because there is no information in that. It's just like, yeah, we are acknowledging that the Big Ten, the Big 12, Mac, and everyone have talked about these things, and we're going to do that too. That That's what I got from that. Yeah, no, basic, basically correct. So, okay, I have... We have a lot. Like we said, it's a loaded podcast. But I guess Big spam. Where where we'll start entering this president's meeting, there was a very, very, very small chance that they were going to cancel the season. Okay, and this is according. Nothing here is officially, you know, official. Everything I'm saying here is kind of just things that I've heard from sources close to the team that are just kind of speculation at this point. And so we didn't know anything. So we go into it and saying, you know, they're not going to cancel the season. The Big 12 earlier in the morning said, okay, we're going to play our season, you know, have our, I, th- I believe it's nine conference games and one uh, extra game besides that. And so coming off of that, Big 12 was a big domino. If they fell, we were going to see the ACC probably go down and the AAC and a lot of others go down. SEC was always, you know, doing their own thing. But the Big 12 holding on hope basically did enough for all these other teams to kind of hold on hope as well. And it's not because not only did they, and I don't want to say that in terms of their decision was the only thing that people were going off. People were going off the fact that they're meeting with the medical team and their doctors and their, you know, scientists and all this stuff. Everything that those doctors said came back not fully against the season starting. Right. If anything, they were saying, "Okay, no, you can you can do this. If you go through these protocols, you go through these measures, you can have a season." Now, my concern, initially, so okay, so let, let me give a further backstory here because I guess we can just go straight into everything we I have here. Basically, Colin, for those people who didn't know, and this is kind of backtracking before we go forward because I think this is important for those people who didn't know, there was a. Very big story that came out of the Big Ten recently, which almost kind of sparked the reason why they canceled their football season. 
So this is a Bleach Report story. Um, there's a few sites that have stories on it. I, um, the Sports Illustrated did a really good one that um, I'm not going to read all of it, but this Bleach Report one is very short. And it says, report, at least 10 Big Ten football players have heart condition myocarditis. Following COVID-19. Yes. No, but that, that was the headline. That was the headline. Oh, okay. I'll read the story in a second. Okay. So when I, when we saw that and then we saw the Big Ten, Big Ten cancel and the Pac-12 cancel, it was kind of in lieu of that, of the, that news. Like, it scared them to the point where saying, okay, well, they have myocarditis. What else could they have in the coming in the coming months, in the coming years, even if the players who test positive and got over it are fine, there's still that unknown factor. And so everything the doctor said to the Pac-12 and the Big the Big Ten was not as promising. And the Big Ten and Pac-12, in my opinion, reacted a little quickly. But you look at their situations and you kind of understand it in a sense. So... Let me read this to you. And myocarditis, for those, I think they're, they're going to cover it here. Let me make sure. Actually, I'm only going to read the da, 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 the first few graphs. So myocard, myocarditis, actually, when researched a lot of it, um, is basically the inflammation of your of muscles around the heart that pump the blood in your heart. Okay, and so when that happens, obviously that's not not good when it's inflamed and it's irritated and so then it becomes harder to pump the blood and so on and so forth and that could theoretically in the future have lingering effects if it's severe enough so here's what bleach report wrote one major factor that led to the big 10 announcing the postponement of the 2020 fall sports season including college football was the long-term effect term effects of the coronavirus according to nicole arbach of the athletic the conference is aware that at least 10 players have the rare heart condition myocarditis, which reportedly has a high prevalence in people who have had COVID-19. This is considered an alarmingly high number on the of the rare condition caused by oh my gosh, rare condition caused by the virus and has caused decision makers across college college athletics to reconsider their views pure arbog. Boston Red Sox pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez is out for the MLB season because of myocarditis and an inflammation of the heart, uh, which occurred after he, which occurred after he contracted the coronavirus. Um, Indiana offensive lineman Brady Feeney was sent to the emergency room with breathing problems after testing positive for COVID-19. Um, although the risk for hospitalization and death are lower for 18 to 29 year olds who get the coronavirus compared to older individuals, there are still negative consequences resulting from the virus that has led to over 160,000 deaths in the United States per CDC. Okay. Okay. With all that being said, the Big Ten uh, commissioner basically said there's too much we don't know and that's why we're canceling the season. Pac-12, similar thing. So with that being said... That was a huge point coming into the Conference USA, the Big 12, all these conferences breaking down if they were going to have a season or not. The thing that Conference USA and the Big 12 heard from medical officials and the doctors who are well-respected and the ones who they brought in, were they were all saying that A, myocarditis is rare, which we obviously know, it is rare among you know uh, younger aged uh, kids, especially with with COVID nineteen, and they said it is somewhat easy to catch. So what it would take is you would have to screen all the players, uh, do a do a cardiac screening for all the players beforehand. Then, 
if someone catches it asymptomatic or symptomatic once it passes you do a heart you do a heart screening screening again of all the players of 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 whoever had it oh okay whoever tested positive so my concern from that so again this kind of just it keeps leading to different questions for me and so for me then i had the question of how much more is this going to cost because mm-hmm. the sec can pay for it the big 12 can pay for it conference usa is different right conference usa doesn't have the money to blow so with that being said i found out that it's actually not overly expensive right it's it's affordable they can do it right that's what i'm they're not to. going I'm, under by doing yes this. exactly so they are able to do it when i heard that that was first good news for me i said okay they can screen these players uh they have to go through extra steps it's not just and then along with that like they said i don't even remember what exactly they said they said mental health um the, the, the enhanced testing protocols again that's another thing that's going to raise the price so these are multiple things that I had concerns with going into this, but the big 12 saying, okay, we can do this. We can test players and we can catch it and we can test them for like more. We can have better tests for players than just, you know, the regular swabs that we've been doing and we can do it more frequently maybe. And we can scan them and do MRIs. We can do all this different stuff. That is the one thing that I am hopeful for going into this because i also looked up and in the uh sports illustrated story which is very good and very thorough just covers a lot of different things already myocarditis represents roughly two to five percent of all sudden death cases in american sports so i i'm assuming that's across all ages i don't know but it it's not a it's not a joke right like this is this is this is an actual thing now the doctors being okay with it and saying all right no you'll be able to catch this pretty early and you won't let it get to a severe case is promising mm-hmm. so that's that and that's why i said the big 10 and the pac-12 kind of reacted somewhat brashly to me in a, in a way like we didn't we didn't get any more information all all we heard from the big 10 and pac-12 was that they know something in, in they know a potential problem in the future with COVID 19 and so they're canceling it now that's being overly cautious and i can't blame them for that like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you know, how could you take away football, <laughs> right. you know, when right. you don't even know how much it affects the heart. <laughs> the, the fact is that it affects the heart. Right. And so them canceling a season, I have no problem with. Like, it, it's like, hey, go get skin cancer because you can remove it pretty easily. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, no, again, you can't get mad at people for being overly cautious in this situation, especially when we're dealing with amateurs, which is what this all comes back to, which is what... The whole, you know, we want to play movement comes back down to, which is why they can't, um, they can't just be, you know, like the MLB or the NBA, you know, these are amateurs at the end of the day, they're not getting paid. Now, that whole myocarditis situation, uh, do you have anything to, to add on that? No? Okay. You're on a roll. <laughs> I'm trying to get it done. I'm trying, I'm trying to make <laughs> sure we roll through, um, all the basics we have here. Okay. So, obviously, myocarditis is, is an interesting, an interesting avenue that we are taking um, COVID nineteen. The f- other concern here, which is why I think the Pac twelve and Big Ten could have stayed into it, and which is why the Big Twelve and Conference USA and a bunch of other conferences are staying in it, is because while they are, 
I don't want to say anticipating, but while they can assume, I guess, that a small spike will happen when kids return to campus, the hope is that they can do it and that, you know, there's going to be some virtual learning. They're going to be doing a lot of different stuff. Campuses are to try to avoid that from happening. The hope is that if you can get past students getting back on campus, if you can get through that, because those students are obviously paying for campus, uh, paying to be on campus and all this stuff, all the amenities and whatnot. It's all in their tuition, which you can argue if that's right or wrong. <laughs> you can argue pretty easily that, you know, it might not be right in this in this pandemic, but that's where we are right now. So students are paying thousands of dollars for the amenities on campus. They're coming back on campus. The hope is that if you can get through that, if you can get through students, the surge of students being on campus and not have an outbreak, at, let's, let's just localize it to UNT. UNT comes back and does whatever they have to do with all the testing and with um, social distancing. And let's say everybody does their job, students, professors alike. If you get through that and you have your student athletes still healthy, then all you have to do at that point, and this isn't, it's going to sound easy, but I guess I don't mean to sound easy, is get through November because the last month after November is you have the break. And then you're probably gonna have online testing after that, and hopefully, oh, I'm sorry, online online classes, and hopefully that. a vaccine by then. Yeah, we can. Yeah, <laughs> let's hold, let's continue holding out hope for a vaccine. But yes, uh, hopefully a vaccine as well. But um, whether that's widespread or not, we don't know. Um, but yeah, so basically, it's that September, October, and then half of November. It's two and a half months. You just yeah, you're gonna have to get through. And again, if it spikes up, at least you can cancel it, right? Like. I obviously we don't want to say it's I, I said that and it's to me as I said it it sounded like I was saying it's better to be late than early <laughs> with a pandemic which sounds insane I th- but but I, but it, we're only when, looking at this the side everything you're saying is only from the side of the pandemic obviously COVID's real yes but there's also the financial aspect of it and we saw plenty of colleges early who canceled a bunch of their sports i think it was akron who had to close like half the university yeah. permanently because they had to, yeah. because of no football i mean this is although yes it's a pandemic there's tons of other things that are you know that are pros and cons on this if you cancel the football season how much does it affect the campus itself obviously yeah. north texas gets tons of revenue from football so does other conference US schools not to mention big 12 schools yeah um and on top of that again is there's been tons of players who've come out and said and coaches alike who've said hey i'd rather be playing and be in all these protocols and get all the testing and make sure i'm screened and f- practice all these and know that all my peers are practicing these things instead of going home or just going to class like a normal student yeah unfortunately <laughs> and and possibly getting it that way so there's 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 a lot more it's it's awful because there's so many moving parts it's, to this. Exactly, it is a very very complex issue that these athletic directors, these presidents, are having to go through. Presidents even more so because they have to worry about actual students and not right. and and the athletics. So, but yes, like you said, the financial implicate the financial impacts at the end of the day. The financial impact of not having football season for all these schools is will affect them for the next decade at least. Yeah, like it is a very real thing, and so and, that's and it's why not. And this, and it's not from a only athletics perspective. I mean, exactly, athletics drives schools. I mean, yes. we talked about this tons, tons, and tons of times before on the podcast. You know, Alabama is not looked at as is looked at as a good university because of its football team and because it gets all that money. But is it a better academically than UNT? They're probably about the same. Yeah. So, 
again, we're not going, we're not naive in that. And I don't think anyone's naive at this point in saying that the motivation behind having football season is the money. Because if at the end of the day, if we had the best interest for the student athletes, they it wouldn't be, wouldn't be playing. Right. And the counter to that, which we've seen a lot of players of across the country say is like you said, we're safer here than we are at home. And my reply to that is yes, that may be true, but your safety here is all that the university cares about. Right. And that, that sounds harsh, but that's no, I, the I mean, truth. I mean, it, if you catch COVID, let's say you're from Alaska and you play at UNT, if you Alaska. catch if you catch it in Alaska, it doesn't l- make UNT look bad. It doesn't show up on like UNT's like, oh, they had this many people test positive for COVID. No, if you're at home taking classes online, it, it shows up in Alaska's numbers. They don't they, they don't care about it at UNT. Right. But if you're a student athlete and the report comes back, oh well, we had eight players out of 140 test positive, then it hurts their money, mm-hmm. and then it hurts their season potentially. So. And if that's why they're saying that, yes, you might be safer on campus than you would be in Alaska. But this is the only place that the, the university cares about you. And that, no, sound, yeah, that I mean, sounds great. Right. That but, sounds harsh, but, but, it's, but it, it's that's not, how these players have, have been used. But it's not harsh. It's just how the world works. No, and, and again, these are amateurs, and they're being used to benef- benefit universities of for course, millions of, of billions of dollars. Right. So another, I'm another not saying conversation. It, yeah, I'm not saying anything crazy here. Everybody knows that. Right. And athletes embrace it for a large part. They A lot of them are just like, hey, let's just we just want to go play. Right. We just want to go play. We, we want to have a chance to... To maybe make the NFL, we want to have. Right. We'll be safe here. We we want to go. Like I don't care what it is. We just want to be here and be playing football. Now again, I think I touched on this in the last podcast. It has to be the athletic director, the president, the conference's job to not let the players decide whether it's healthy for them to play football. Or exactly. Not. It has right. to. They have to make the decision right. to say, okay, like. I I mean, you look at some of these players and they're just, I'm mean, Jalen Darn is so hungry to play football. You look at players like that. There's millions of them. There's thousands of them. I shouldn't say millions, thousands of them in the college football landscape that just want to play. And honestly, if there, if COVID was even more serious than it is like to them, they probably would still want to play. Yeah. And so as an adult, as an athletic director, as a president, as people who a for optics purposes, you cannot have someone get very ill on right. your team because then just questions come up from everybody where you're doing the right testing where you're right, doing this right. where you're doing that but you have to just be like okay no you know what maybe this isn't the best idea for your health your future for you now that's that's what these that's what these guys have to wrestle with that's what the president has to wrestle with that's what the conferences have to wrestle with and the athletic directors how far is too far? Right. And that is the problem that they're having. That's why the Pac-12 closed down. That's why the Big Ten closed down. And that's why what the doctor said today to the Big 12 and then the Conference USA ultimately gave them the green light to play. And for all of those reasons, Conference USA is going to be having a football season at this very moment. At 8.34 on a, what is, it's Wednesday, right? On a Wednesday Conference USA is having a football season, and for selfish reasons, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Again, for selfish reasons, that is the very selfish thing to say here. I I understand how I'm looking at this, 
as from a selfish perspective of I want my job to to write about these Everybody's kids. Everybody's selfish, Bernie. It's okay. No, no, no. Yes, everybody is selfish. On this. The players want to play. The the, the people want to go back to work. Yeah, athletic the athletic uh, what, what's department wants to make money. What's it's, interesting about this college selfish. football thing is that it's it's a it's almost like a, a small experiment of of a of the country, in yes. a way. Like each conference is kind of leading its own way. The Pac-12 is like as if you were to just completely shut down, whereas North Texas and the Big 12 is, or sorry, conference you were saying the Big 12 is, is if you followed guidelines correctly. Yeah. And, and the SEC was like, screw you, we're playing. Straight up COVID deniers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Colin said that. Colin said that. I want everyone to know Colin said that. I did not say that. Joke. It's but a joke. It's a, it's a joke. It's a joke. Chill, chill. <laughs> um, but but no, I mean, it, it, it is... I mean that's what they have to do like you said it's it shouldn't be up to the players to decide their own fates in a sense because one they don't have access to these doctors to these to these experts and everything um almost think of the players and, and all the and the, all the the students as citizens of a country in a way and yeah. you have to have the the leaders of the country to make to make those decisions so yeah. i mean what is your personal opinion on them allowing football to go uh, are you asking my selfish reason or myself? Whatever reason. Like, um, okay. Like, because, uh, because obviously, yes, you have your selfish reasons, but if you didn't think that it was safe, oh, I, I would no, say that yes. you wouldn't. You no, wouldn't no, 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 no. So, of course. So, of course. yeah. I'm glad that, like I said, where I, in my opinion, I think the Big 12 and Pac-12 kind of rushed into Big this. 10. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, the Big 10, the Big 10 and Pac-12 kind of rushed into it and that, but again, you cannot be overly cautious with this. You, you can't. You just can't be. I'm glad that we heard from... Mul- not not we. The conferences heard from multiple doctors, from multiple professionals, multiple, you know, every... They, they heard from a lot of people. And they came up with what they believe to be the safest route, but also the most beneficial route for everybody involved. The risk of these players dying the risk of these players getting very ill is very low very very low and that is that is that is not um i mean that's that's obvious that that doesn't even need to be said but a the long-term health effects of these players are still unknown and the health and the fact that it can spread very easily with people on campus with people in the athletic administration and on a football team is something you have to actually look at it's 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 so fragile yeah that it will be if they play on September 5th against Houston Baptist I don't know if they got moved back I haven't read any of the details if anything got moved back I don't know if they play on September 5th everything will have to go perfectly beforehand we're talking we're talking no breakout no breakouts we're talking maybe a couple positive tests that have recovered perfectly fine that have no you know yeah no issues um, no community spread, no uh, surge on campus. Like we're going down the list. Uh, uh, Houston Baptist has to be healthy. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. we haven't even gotten to that. Is that it takes two to tango here? Yeah. Like Houston it's Baptist not just North Texas. Same resources. Houston Baptist better get their better get myocarditis under control here. They better be screening. They better be doing multiple tests. I mean, at least one test a week. Like we need. We need to make sure that their tests are, you know, up to the caliber, I'll say, of a P5 level. Like, there's a lot that goes into this. Because if anyone skips steps, it's, it it, for everybody. it's a wrap. Yep. It's a wrap. Yep. It, you, 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 it's over. 
So, um, with all that being said, man, it is, it is going to be a scary, but hopeful next, what, three weeks before September 5th? What is the day today? August 12th, Colin. That's crazy. Three, four weeks, three and a half weeks. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even, yeah. I'm, it's, it's hard to imagine. It's again, I, um, I was talking to someone close to the team last week and it kind of, even like two or three weeks ago, it was, I don't, they, everyone was like, I don't think we can play. I don't think we can play. It slowly starts to be like, okay, well, can we do this? Can we do that? And then, like I said, the doctors coming in and affirming their hopes is is the reason why we're we're being able to watch football now at this point. So we'll see. Uh, September fifth. I I don't. I think um, SMU Texas State pushed their game back from August 29th to September fifth. I don't know if there's any more August games left in the country. I would hope not. I hope they all got pushed back. But it's we'll see. At this point. Like I said, for selfish reasons, I'm happy. I'm happy that we're going to get to see this North Texas football team. We're going to get to see it in action. We're going to get to see it in practice at the very least and get to see just what what this team is because we haven't seen this team in, oh, it's been nine months? Yeah. November of last year. Haven't seen sports in... Don't even get me started. Well, besides NBA. Yeah, but even College sports. College sports. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways... Um, and as far as basketball goes, the Pac-12, I believe, canceled their uh, basketball until January non-conference yeah. in, into January. Yeah, up until January. Uh, from what I heard from Conference USA and all the other conferences that are still up besides the Pac-12, is that they haven't even they've thought about basketball, but basketball in a way is kind of going. It's contingent with, on how the football season exactly, goes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because if you can handle 150 people, you can handle. 30 people I will say that it, that it, it again it does sound harsh to say that the students that aren't athletes are in a worse off position but they are yes um but I will say that it, it is it is also a positive that athletes on most campuses have their own dorms in terms of like buildings like North Texas lives in Victory Hall well the thing is I mean, y- yes, but that's usually the younger ones. Then the older ones live at apartments. Yeah, but 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 what I mean by that is just that they're able to. The older ones should be doing what they need to be doing correctly. The the ones who are off on their own, the team can monitor them. They yes. okay, you're in Victory Hall from this time to this time. Yes. To where they're able to kind of make it bubble esque in a way. So that's the question here: How much of a bubble do you make it? How I mean, strict? Do you, how strict it, do you get? It's it's got to be. Listen. I don't think any of us listen. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm listening, Colin. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no one, no one, no one here is denying the the implications of what COVID can cause. With I might, I can't say that word to save my life. Myocarditis, carditis, the lung issues, long term effects, obviously all issues. But the fact that the doctors came in and explained it to everybody, they obviously know what's happening. They know the risks, and I don't think it's going to get to the point where it's we need to turn into the NBA bubble and lock everyone inside of a dorm and they can only go between the stadium and, and a dorm. A dorm. <laughs> and because one, it's impractical. And two, I don't, I think at that point you'd cancel the season because the amount of money that would cost to do that for the risk involved mm-hmm. is not high enough. 
So, so I think it would be more so a because you'd have to have people. If you were going to do a bubble, you'd have to have people watching the like literally yeah. like patrolling the outside of a dorm, <laughs> making sure no one leaves. Well, the thing is, the thing is, is not only football players live at at at, no, the, no, no. at victory, and, and, and I know, and I know, and that that, that that that's another point is that how do you justify if you do want to go like oh let's throw the football players in victory hall? How do you go? Oh hey, other students who live there go move to this other dorm where you're more at risk yeah because you don't matter as much you don't you don't so this is this is the interesting part this is the i don't want to say it's it's a fun part to talk the about fun part you were gonna say i don't that. i don't think it's the fun part it's the fun part uh, you need about. to stop trying to read my read my thoughts okay because you, <laughs> you've gotten better at that <laughs> I, I don't want to say this is not the fun part to talk about because none of this is fun but these kids are 18 to 22 years old I am 22 years old Colin what a kid <laughs> these these kids they're younger than me so I can call them kids I'll call them kids alright student athletes we'll call them student athletes <laughs> these student athletes are 18 to 22 years old like you said uh, so the younger ones live in Victory Hall the older ones live in their apartments by themselves or with whomever the hope is that you don't need to turn it into a bubble the hope is that you have good enough leadership on this team and you have disciplined enough players that if someone steps out of line, everybody knows on the team knows. Yeah. If the second string left tackle goes to Hooters, the walk on kicker. Yeah. With some friends, I want everybody being like, hey, 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 hey. Johnny went to Hooters. Now, I want them on their Chris Paul behavior. Chris Paul. I want them with... We need a hotline. We need to set up a hotline. Okay? There needs to be a hotline. Seth. Yes. No, no. Just call <laughs> Seth, actually. Yeah. What am I saying? Just call Seth. But anyways, that's how you avoid the bubble, obviously, is discipline and leadership. And now, no, no. That might sound easy. That might sound easy. But there's still 77 teams trying to play football. No, no, no. You I, need all yeah. 77 to be damn near perfect. Yep. Or not, let's say 70 out of those 77. Because I think, you know, if, if a couple drop at some point, or like, if Rice drops at some point, you're like, okay, whatever. It's Rice. But no, 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 no. You need, you need the big boys to be like, no, no, you can't go anywhere. Uh, you have to call in your food. You have to, yeah. you have to order it from somewhere. Yeah. I don't care. DoorDash. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's how that's how you would do it to avoid a bubble, quote unquote. I think I think another question too is that's very important is North Texas has some of the best facilities in all of Conference USA. Whereas if you look at like a Rice, or I I don't I think ODU, all do you cancel their season already? Oh oh yeah, wow. For those of you who didn't know, apparently there you I go. did. I, I remembered <laughs> after you said it, but, but I mean, not but not every not every school has the same facilities. North and, Texas has very new and, Victory Hall a, indoor practice indoor. facility and that and. Obviously, that plays into how they play football and everything, but it also gives them more flexibility in terms of how they're going to test, where they're going to do the cardiac screenings. I mean, it's not, you know, North Texas probably has the luxury of not having to go to a hospital for all these things, as opposed to maybe what a rice would have to do. I mean, I don't, I don't know the, the details, but there's so, like I said, there's so many moving parts. Everyone's expecting there to be infections. Everyone's expecting players not to be able to play. It's, I think, at this point, let's try to return to normalcy, normalcy without an outbreak. 
Of course. Yeah, that's that's the hope. That's and, but I think that's their standard. I don't. Yes. I don't think that there's a. You don't think a small slip up will, will cancel everything? No. If if you get if two players on North Texas get no, nah, yeah. What, then you just have to test everybody else again to make right, sure it exactly. wasn't it didn't spread. Community exactly. spread. Exactly. And it's and that's the whole thing. I think everybody knows the risk. Every player knows that that is okay with playing. Knows that they have a chance of getting it. Yeah. Every coach knows that. And, and more importantly, the conference knows that. So at the end of the day, nobody, I don't think anybody thinks that there's going to be no positive tests. Yeah, of course. But it's... But you need to also err with a side of caution. Exactly. It's... if you, And this, again, will test. The players want to play, and I know they want to play. But there's how many players on a roster? Let's just say 80. Let's include sure. walk-ons and everything. And let's include everything. Seven, let's say seventy-five. Do all seventy-five players want to play as bad as Jalen Darden? Exactly. We don't know. Exactly. And but again, they have the option to opt out. But but then if you opt out, then you, maybe you're looked at kind of funny. Maybe you're the those. Maybe some players are like, uh, yeah. Do you? It's of course they're not going to say it. They're not right. going to be like, hey, you but, know, you shouldn't but, opt but out. It's, they're going to be like, hey, we support. It's him. like reverse peer pressure. But at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> if if I'm the the third string center. I'm sorry, I keep using offensive linemen. I guess I, if I'm the third string linebacker here, and I'm not going to play, and I could do virtual learning, like all my classes are online or something, and, and I still get my school paid for. Yeah, you get your school paid for and stuff. You don't see a career in football. Yeah, you're not playing. I said I'm the third string linebacker, Klein. Of course, listen. I'm not. There's some. There's some delusional. <laughs> okay, you're right. there's some never delusional mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, but yes. Um, and you're just like, damn, but what, you know, I, I want to kind of be around the team because if you dropped out, you're not a part of the team anymore. You're not tr- practicing, right. training, right. watching film. You're not getting better. You know, you're getting better. You can work out, whatever, but you're not with the team. Do all the players want to play as bad as Jalen Darden does? That's, that's all I'm asking. And that's a serious question for people to consider is that the bubble and that's where it comes. That's it all comes back to discipline and leadership. All 75 players have to be disciplined. All of them have to be leaders. All of them have to be have that hotline number on speed dial. Be like, yes, Seth Luttrell, I saw him. I saw him. I saw him at Hooters. Yep. I mm-hmm. saw him at Hooters. Yep, I saw it. All right. So, but anyways, no, it's it's a very real thing. To, it's, it's naive to assume that every player is Jalen Darden. No, yeah, you're we right. We can't. We can't. We can't. So, um, it's it's going to be fascinating. <laughs> We saw Lou Williams make a damn trip to Atlanta and cost himself millions of dollars. I believe he was without pay, but I mean, 10 day quarantine and he missed several games for some wings and to take a picture with Jack Harlow. Like, like this, this is, these are professional athletes here. We're we're saying we're, we're holding 18 to 22 year olds at the same standards of Lou Williams. That's all I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. We have to temp. Is temper the right word? Temper. Our expect- expectations is that the right word? All right, whatever. We have to do that to our expectations. Here is that, <laughs> like you said, it's not going to be perfect. Yep. But I will say it better be damn good. No, it has to be. It has to. It be. definitely it has, has to, be. to be damn good. I I just don't want people to if when there's one positive test, everyone say shut down. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I'm not talking about the conference or the officials. Oh, but you're talking about the people, the, the- Twitter. The tw- the Twitter <laughs> the there Twitter. you go the Twitter no 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 uh, no I don't think anyone is um, expecting it to be perfect it's not going to be the NBA bubble we know that oh of course not of course so not. Uh, that's that's the interesting and the other thing is the whole issue with them signing waivers is that usually whenever you sign a document or a waiver or uh, terms of license of agreement or whatever it is you prefer 
if it has your life at stake, and obviously that's a extreme, but if it has your life at stake, then you'd want someone to read over it. You'd want, mm-hmm. you know, a lawyer or something, but because players are amateurs and they don't have those rights that you can't get. Well, they don't have those resources. I wouldn't say rights. Yeah, that's a, that as well. But you can't get that. It's just, it, there's too many issues whenever you try to get a waiver involved here. And that that, that will never happen. That will never happen. So yeah. y'all can kill that some anytime soon. Um, oh, let me see what else I have, Colin. I do have one more topic, but I want to make sure we got through all of our COVID talk. I think I think that was it. I think that was it. The initial report for Conference USA was that not the initial report. The initial rumors were that Conference USA were going to push the vote back to Friday. Yeah. I don't know what changed. Again, we are recording this podcast in real time, and we see in real time. Well, it has to be recorded sometime, and we see the real news. So, um, yeah. So, I, I, again, I'm going off of just of what I saw a headline of is that Conference USA is playing. If that was wrong, then forgive me. We'll we'll know something by Friday, I guess. But again, that was the initial report, which is why it surprised me. Which is why I said let's just record this podcast because we'll know by Friday. Mm-hmm. And I assumed that they were going to follow the Big Twelve, but I didn't know. So anyways, with all that being said, Colin, I have one more question here. Not directly tied to COVID, but somewhat tied to COVID. Okay. Is that according to people I talk to, the week two game against AM, it's kind of just like they're not desperate to fill it for the reasons that we talked about in the last podcast, right? Mm-hmm. We were we were we were right. And uh um, it it cost <laughs> money. Yep. To host an FCS team, if you just say, "Hey, we pick up an FCS school here, let's pay two hundred grand, and we have to do all this stuff, and here this or that," and B because they lost an away game, and that's a big thing here. They didn't lose a home game, so your your season ticket holders, depending on what capacity they'll be at, we don't know. You don't have to, you know, worry about that as much. Mm-hmm. You, um, you lost an away game, so if anything, that saves you a little bit of money. Even though it's a And M, and you would make a million dollars, you don't have to worry about travel. You don't have to worry about this and that. That's some expenses where they they just don't have that right now. Right. So, obviously, I don't want to. I, I don't know anything, but hey, Nebraska is out here, boy, basically saying, hey, big what the Big Ten did. We, we that's not us. That's not. So us. someone get Scott Frost on the phone because Scott Frost sounds mad as hell right now. And let's make this happen. Apogee Stadium, Scott Frost, make a trip. If you really want it, listen, man, come on down. Nebraska would lose at North Texas. All right, let's do it. Let's start it. Let's do it. Do we even know who Nebraska know, has on their team? I know nothing Bums. about Nebraska. Bums. That's who they have. It's basically Arkansas. Nebraska doesn't want North Texas smoke. No. Come on. No. Trey Siggers? No. <laughs> come on. Hold Scott on. Frost? Seth Luttrell? Mm-mm. Oh, Seth is winning that that boxing match. Yeah, that wrestling match. The game the game's over before it started. Come on, man. They should have the that wrestling those wrestling people that come after games come before the game. <laughs> Not <laughs> even just just to set it up and just have Seth the trail. Everyone can social distance around it. <laughs> Get the chair spaced out. No, no, no. I'm I'm being for real. Seth the is winning that wrestling wrestling match. Seth the so. is winning most wrestling matches, unless it's with a professional wrestler. <laughs> I can't even I can't rule him out, man. <laughs> Cannot rule him out. But um Wow. But yeah, hey, Nebraska, let's make it happen. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else wants some? I don't even know. I don't even Did Ohio State say they were they were wanted out? We getting Ohio State Ohio over Ohio State here? said they want to play. So Ohio We're traveling to Ohio State. Let's go. No, Ohio State has to come to us because <laughs> Oh my god. 
I'm from Michigan. I hate Ohio State. <laughs> North Texas at Ohio State. Get your money back. Make that million back. Come on. Listen. We know if it's fifty percent. North capacity, Texas. Ohio Ryan State's... has the leverage. He calls. Oh. He calls Ohio State up and says, "Hey, listen. Hey, you guys don't have a season. Y'all need you that come to way us. more than us. Yeah. You come to us. You pay us money. We probably lose, but you give us a million dollars for coming down here. Oh my God. <laughs> Getting Ohio State on the phone and be like, "Hey, so y'all are in a tough position, huh? Y'all are in a tough position. Having North Texas having leverage over Ohio right. State. Ren kicking his feet up. <laughs> yeah." In the office. We're having a season. We're considered a part of the new Pac-5. Like so, so I heard someone wasn't having a season. Hmm. Couldn't be Conference USA. <laughs> Hangs up. They'll like, call wait, back in. Wait for the call yeah, back. Yeah, they'll call back any second. <laughs> Some money ball uh, tactics. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Is anyone from the Pac-12 uh, re- rebelling? I don't think so, right? What would be the team to rebel before you look it up? Pardon me, let's say Oregon. It's not gonna be USC. It's not gonna be UCLA. Stanford. Stanford's too smart. Stanford's, too smart. Stanford's like Stanford knows something that nobody else knows. Right, they and have like, the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Stanford's like, oh, oh, they're just now finding out about that myocarditis. Russia just now published a fake vaccine. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> we got Jesus it done. Christ. Our students are cured. <laughs> This is gonna sound like any team that's not that is playing football is stupid. That's what it's gonna sound like now that we just did the other end of the spectrum. Uh, I'll say, or I feel like Oregon State actually, because nobody ever talks about Oregon State. No and Oregon State Oregon just State. wants to be loved. Yeah, that's fair. All right, I'm going with Oregon State. Oregon State's losing North Texas. All right, that's three teams Let's losing North Texas. Uh, the A has the AAC announced anything yet? I haven't seen anything. AAC. AAC they got football. Trevor Lawrence wanting to play. They're playing. Who? Trevor Lawrence? No, I know, but who? Who wants to play Trevor Lawrence? Oh, did you say AAC or AAC? AAC, AAC. Oh, my fault. I always do that too. AAC coach wants league to join Power Four. Power. Was well, isn't it Power Three? Oh, AAC to be the fourth team. So along with the ACC, the Big Twelve, and the SEC, they want the AAC to be that fourth team, fourth conference. Well, too bad it's Conference well, USA. Well, too bad Conference USA is here, buddy. Because <laughs> Nebraska's getting. Just dumped to the side of the rope. All right. American Athletic Conference moves forward with fall season plans. Okay. Per report. When was this written? What is today? What's the day today? 12th. Okay. So yesterday this was written. Cincinnati Inquirer. Shout out Cincinnati. Shout, shout out Cincinnati. That's another good football team. They're not canceling. Okay. Um, AAC told the Dallas Morning News on Sunday that the Cincinnati Bearcats Conference would like to be in that conversation with the Power Five conferences. Okay, so this is again. Look, I hate to tell y'all, Sun Belt, Sun Belt. Conference USA is in the is in the Power Five now. There's six conferences left. Conference USA is in there. You need to pull up the Sun Belt teams right now. I'm not. You're scared, I'm scared too. I'm scared. You're scared hey, too. Hey, hey, we're riding on Western Kentucky, Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech. And Jason beating interceptions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this has come full circle, boys and girls. Um, I We did, didn't take y'all's I, questions I today to because we because we felt like we had a lot to talk about anyways. And even if this isn't a long podcast, how long is this? What is this? 40? 47 minutes. 46. Plenty. Perfect. This is exactly the spam, the, the can of spam that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Condensed milk. <laughs> All right. Um, anyways, um, I think well, we've covered everything pretty much. Again, no real news on basketball at the moment here. We'll let you know if something changes there. Um, we're happy. 
you know, we're happy everyone is should be safe. We're praying everybody's safe. You know, we have a football season. That's the hope. So um, thank you all for joining us. Uh, leave us five-star rating and review on Apple, um, on on iTunes, Apple. Apple Podcast on Apple Podcast. We're up to thirty two now, Colin. We got an extra one since the last podcast. Like we already went from thirty one to thirty two. Let's make it thirty three, please. Leave us five star rating and review on I Apple. Need to start podcast. calling out individual names for what people that need to review. Oh, oh, just scroll through our our <laughs> listeners and be like, hey, hey, you, Jim, Jim in listen, Lake Dallas. You've listened to this podcast since the beginning, and you haven't given us a rating. <laughs> We'll ban you. We will ban you. Banning someone on a public. Anyways, okay. We'll make. We'll put it on Patreon. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, five star rating and review on Apple, please and thank you. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at Mean Green Twenty Four Seven. I mean, content out the wazoo. VIP stuff. Subscribe to our VIP. Uh, yeah, subscribe to be a V. Uh, dude, it is late. Subscribe be to be a VIP member. member. It is 50% off for the entire month of August. Please check that out. I mean, we have a bunch of VIP stuff uh, going up. I wrote a story yesterday about the receivers, which I think is very interesting. But who? Do, what do I know, right? I'm just a writer. But if you're a VIP, check that out. Become a VIP on MingGreen247.com. Uh, what have I not plugged? Follow us on Twitter at CJH Mitchell and Matthew Bruni underscore. I think that's it. I think you I think you ran through it. All right, man. Well, thank you all for joining us. Y'all have a good one. Be safe, wear a mask, and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye.